This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Terrace here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with, me, and with me today is my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man with the plan, the one only, not Brooke Lopez. It is John Malika because he sounds like he's <laughs> back and ready to go. But before we ask John how he's doing today, guys, got to ask for your help. Please make sure to subscribe to this podcast. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are we there. Are there. On top of that, we're on YouTube as well. So make sure to type in Nick's comma Jets comma ETC period, Nick Shits, et cetera. We have a YouTube page. Make sure to subscribe. Hit that uh, notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. And make sure to hit the like button when you watch a video. While you're there, we also got winning picks weekly. John and video producer Greg, they usually either go down the NFL slate. They're going to be doing NBA action. We got something coming out this week. So if you listen to TNT. this, make sure to TNT prime time. Uh, there you go. Check Thursday out the TNT Pride Time NBA takes. They're gonna give you their takes on how to bet, man. How what? What are you guys actually gonna do? Are you? Just, I know you're not just gonna do money line over. No, under. we're gonna do. We're gonna do. We're gonna do both of the uh, prime time Thursday games, and then we're going to go into a little bit of some futures because right now, as it stands, there's some value, man. There's some value on some teams like the Celtics. Uh, I'm 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 buying. I'm like selling on on the Bulls. I, I I got some things rolling here, man. I'm 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 excited about this. I, I wish the the play in slash playoff uh, odds would come out. We'll t- we'll we'll get we'll get to all that uh, on uh, next episode for Thursday. All right, all right. So you guys already know if you're listening to this episode of Knicks Jets etc. to go check out Winning Picks Weekly, so that way you guys can go get your bets in. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. We are there. John. John, how are you doing today, my man? How are you feeling today? What's going on? Dude, a lot of things are going on, man. On a day where I thought it would just be the end of, you know, franchise tag deadline day where I'm just going to get disappointed everywhere. You know, where all the guys that we were, you know, looking forward to, you know, maybe putting a bid on like Dalton Schultz, the tight end from the Cowboys. Yeah, you know, a bunch of players that you know are like, oh yeah, a bunch of safeties just one by one going out the door, getting tagged, and you know like Jesse Bates from Cincinnati, and that's where I thought this day was gonna go. Then we got Aaron Rodgers news coming down with a little reporter back and forth going on, right? We got Chef D and Rappaport uh, putting money numbers up, and Pat McAfee, you know, denying them with his pushing P, Pat McAfee, uh, P, the purple, uh, the blue P. In his name, and then you have Aaron Rodgers himself. We have the man himself saying, "Yeah, the numbers are not accurate, but I will be back in Green Bay." Thank you for that, no Aaron Rodgers, and uh, thank you for your foot in your profile pic. That is very appreciative. Thank you for tweeting that out today. So I'm I'm really excited for that news, selfishly, and if you're a Jets fan, if you're here, because the Jets are playing in Lambeau this year. So hopefully, well, there's a possibility that the Jets could be playing the Packers in their London game. Let's hope. Um, my guess is it's going to be the Vikings, uh, but 
just for now, let's just say that the Jets are going to go to Lambeau Field. So I'll be there. So, you know, sort of rele- uh, relevant news. I'm about to ask, were you going to be there? Were you, are you going to be out in Lambeau? 100%. What if, it, what if it's December? 100%. You're going to be out there for December? January? Yeah, no. I, if, as long as I don't have like a major obligation that weekend, I am going. So if it's freezing, if it's below zero, you're going to be there. Yeah. I'll I'll go to Green Bay, but the only problem is, like, if it's like around Christmas or New Year's, like all the way at the end, and I'm not here, it's just going to be you know logistically tough. But yeah, if it's just like a normal weekend, I'm I'm there. Let's go. But speaking of, this is what you call diehard fandom over here. This man's going out to Green Bay. He will fly out for this team that has been a perennial loser for the last ten years, and go watch him out in freezing cold. It's good. Yo, I mean, it could be nice out too, but it's gonna it's gonna be sick. Yo, it I'm could be nice out, but it's most likely won't because I feel like it's <laughs> gonna be some wild game in December that they're gonna like. Hey, guess what? We got Jets out in Green Bay in December. Why not, dude? I'm I'm all over the away games this year, so I'm I'm as always. I'm, I want to go to the Bills game, the Jets Bills game. That's that's a different story. But for NFL news and as it pertains to the Jets schedule, I mean, we can keep it rolling here. We got. Russell Wilson going to Denver, and the Jets are at right. Denver this year. So that's another oh, big yeah. game. I know we were talking about going to that. That's another that's one which is going to be huge on my list. I'm going to try to get out to Denver. It just really could depend on the, the scheduling. So, you is know, it, it, Russell Wilson gets traded to Denver, which I'm really happy about, not only for the scheduling reason, but also because he's not going to the Giants, man. Yeah, you were, you were calling the, him going to the Giants. But isn't it interesting? That his first Super Bowl ring was against the Denver Broncos. In MetLife, by the way. <laughs> yeah, there's a little triangle there. In uh, MetLife. Um, but wait, 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 wait. And he's going to another state where marijuana is legal. The first two states <laughs> during that time. <laughs> uh, At that time, it was only two. Benjamin Albright uh, reported that last week it was basically told to, uh, see, uh, to Denver that Aaron Rodgers was going to stay in Green Bay. And so once that happened, they pivoted to Russell Wilson. I'm sure that the Giants made an offer. But they got a haul, man. They got a, they got a nice haul for, for, um, for Russell Wilson back. Seattle was seemingly a non-player at all in this draft, and now they're in it to win it. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't get the second round this year. They get the second round next year, but they get the first. Next year's first. They get, you know, they get to swap the fifth and the fourth. They get a couple middle rounds in there. They did okay. Um, so th- that's exciting for Seattle. We're at Seattle this year too. So really fun news that pertains to the Jets. You know what I mean? We are playing all these teams we are. on the road this year. So I don't know. I, I thought that was really cool just because like selfishly Jets fan. Yeah, traveling. Yeah, <laughs> I mean like, you know, the whole world revolves around me as Jets fan, right? So I you know that, that this is all I'm thinking about every single franchise tag you know, is affecting me personally, like Jesse Bates. I was like, oh, no, like Don Schultz, like, of course. Um, but a really good one is J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson is not tagged, and he's going to test the market. That's a, that's a really fun one. He's, he's mm-hmm. a guy that I would spend uh, tons of money on. Or let's get, let, you know, I'm ready to get into all that. But I know I just went on, uh, you know, a little bit of the news. But how you doing, bro? How, how, I mean, the Knicks are on a two-game winning streak. Knicks uh, are on a two-game I, winning streak. <laughs> The Jets have a bunch of draft capital. People are getting, you know, people can't afford players like the Patriots. Uh, our away schedule is getting better. Like, I don't know. Things are looking up right now. I don't, it's, it's like almost spring. Like we're, we're messing with spring a little bit. 
We're messing with the optimism right now. This is like peak optimism triangle. You have Jets optimism settling in for me right now where it's like, all right, I, I could get back on this swing. Not fully, I'm not full optimism like you. You know that I'm not fully optimistic well, not yet. like you, but. Not yet, not yet. <laughs> things are looking okay for now. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. it, it but, it's possible that I can be optimistic, man. <laughs> but just go, just oh, that's a fact. Away from that. That's a fact. You're not there yet, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. it, when we're both at peak optimism, your optimism has to be like up here, and my optimism has to be like if I'm peak is like right here. But regardless, we're we're slowly getting back into that optimistic range right now. Because one, as you said, free agency uh, is right around the corner. So we're going to see who we can get. And we're just anticipating some of the guys, especially who haven't been tagged today and or during this period whatsoever. So maybe they could be a potential jet and help this team out. But look, man, I'm also going to say, like, I'm just going to, I know we were discussing whether we're going to hold this for later or not, but I just want to rip the band aid off right now and talk about it. Russell Wilson getting traded to the Denver Broncos impacts a certain player that wanted out of the New York Jets because he wanted, you know, to be part of a good team, stable quarterback play, X, Y, Z, this, that, and the third. Well, he doesn't have that anymore. So I just find it all funny. And I just find it interesting. about syndrome 33. I mean, we have the Jets have syndrome 33 because, because of him. I, Mr. Jamal Adams. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean the fan him. base doesn't does even want safety. Suck. It does suck. It does. Suck. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. Like this is. I have like this whole you know conspiracy going right now that everyone's freaking out about Kyle Hamilton. We don't want him. Everyone has you know. I I really call it Syndrome 33. We all just think I about may Jamal have Adams. It. I may have that. It's crazy. Yeah. Everyone's nuts. Yo. I mean, we're really all over the place. But he's Derwin James. Derwin James right now is the number one safety, like top tier in the league. Like if you're like he makes a difference. Yes, sure. Jamal Adams is not the prototypical free safety. He would not be great. He doesn't give you wins. I get it. Derwin James does. <laughs> if we can get Derwin James on this team, at uh, uh, well, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll talk about the draft stuff. I, I know with fourth, I'd rather go right guard if he's there, but. If it's not if 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 IK isn't there, I'm not taking Tibbs over Kyle Hamilton. I'm just not I'm just not doing that. But I'm, I'm sorry to go a little off, off on a tangent for Jamal Do Adams. It, it does it does it is it is it, it does suck for him. But he's got he's got he got paid. So how much? Does oh, he suck? got paid. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know that's what I mean? He got he got what he wanted. He got paid. Look, that's what he wanted. The Jets weren't going to give it to him. He got paid by Seattle, and now you have Russell Wilson who wanted out of Seattle because. Let's keep it a buck. They haven't built him an offensive line for him to have. And he's had to be Mr. Magician 24-7. And you, that only works so often. You can't do that every single play. That's just exhausting. So I can, I can only imagine him wanting to get out in a situation where there is an offensive line. Some weapons, you know. Like he's going from guys that he knows in DK Metcalf, Tyra Lockett, um, why can't I think of the um, uh, the running back that he has uh, slipping my Penny? mind? Huh? Rashad Penny? Penny? I mean, there's Penny. Isn't there somebody else too uh, outside of Rashad Penny? I mean, they're they're, they're always they're always uh, they're all injury Carson, prone. Carson, I don't Car- even know if he's ever going to come back. 
Yeah, you have Carson, Penny. Yeah, they're all injury prone. Doesn't matter. That the entire if you're a Seattle running back at this point, you're just <laughs> might as well just be on the injury reserve. Doesn't even matter what your name is. Um, yeah, I but once again, and then you have a defense that hasn't been up to standards when he was what the first three four years when he was on the team. So I can only imagine him wanting to get out. But what do you think this does for the league, man? I mean, when you look at the AFC West, I just look at it as uh, that's competitive, man. Him, you have him, you have uh, Patrick Mahomes. They're going to be going at it. Uh, that's going to be good division rivalry right there. You have Derek Carr. According to some people, he's a top 15 quarterback. <laughs> he's not on this podcast right now, but according to some people, he's a top 15 quarterback. And then you also have uh, Herbert, who's an up-and-coming good quarterback. So AFC West, man, that's stacked. Before we get into like all Jets related stuff, want to touch on that because that was earth-shattering news today. So what do you think? What do you think of that? What do you think? What do I think? All right, I'll tell you yeah. what I think. I think I think it's going to be Broncos are going to be good. I don't, I don't put them past. If you if I had to rank the teams right now in the AFC West, it's going to be Kansas City, Denver. I would then go Chargers, Raiders. I'm putting Denver number one. Wow, really? I mean, yeah, he's got the. Yeah. I mean, he's got the. I mean, honestly. It's yeah, not they got the defense, they're fine, they're fine without Von Miller. They yeah. they got the they got the secondary, their linebackers are fantastic, they got playmakers on offense, they got Russell Wilson. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think they're I think they're better than Kansas City. And I wanna, you know, we're gonna get into it with you know Kansas City and you know their top safety, the honey badger being a free agent and testing the market out here, their defense is gonna get even worse. Like I, I think that one of the wide receivers, Juju Smith, might go there. You know what I'm saying? So they might get a little bit more powerful on offense. Everyone's going to freak out. Oh, my God. Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, <laughs> Juju Smith. I get it. But if, if if the Honey Badger leaves, I think that defense is going to be significantly worse. And I, I don't know. Denver's kind of going all in right now. They still have their second round pick from this year. I I don't know. I, That's how they did I, it last I, time. I believe in Denver. I believe in Denver. That's how they did it last time. I'm not saying that they traded for Peyton Manning, but they just went all in. They're like, you know what? We're going to get Peyton Manning, go all in, and figure it out. We still got Chubb. Yeah, and that's what the Broncos are doing again. And I guess it's just this is uh, Elway's way of just making team. I, like, he hasn't drafted a good quarterback, so it's not shocking that he went this route. But I think it was just earth-shattering that. Cause I, There's wasn't no quarterbacks the, in the NFL draft. What is he going to do? Have another year of Drew Locke? Yeah, right. Yeah. No, he doesn't want to do that. And now uh, it's Drew young, Locke and young, Gino young Smith Jeezy, Young Jeezy doesn't want that. Dude, now it's Geno Smith and your boy Young Jeezy in Seattle. <laughs> tough. That's my, a, boy, a tough my boy Geno Smith. <laughs> no, your boy Drew Locke. You were all over Drew Locke this year. Uh, was it? No, no, last year, last year, last year, yeah, last year, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, last year, last year, last year, last year. No, I so, I sold that stock. Uh, this year. I, I did. No, I'm off that stock. Off that stock. We so now it. him and Dino Smith battling. Uh, for the quarterback. That's gotta be the grossest. That's gotta be the grossest. That's gonna be the grossest quarterback competition I've ever heard of. We got Geno Smith and Drew Locke fighting for the starting role. It's my. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. Everything always revolves around the Jets. Somehow, some way, it comes back. 
to the Jets where it's like, you know, Geno Smith is here now in the headline. And, you know, let's, let's, let's talk about the big news, right? That pertains to the Jets. And I, I know it really has nothing to do with that, but we were rumored really hard on this Dalton Schultz tight end business. And now that he's gone, the, the tight end room really got thin really quick. Um, I'm really happy that for the first time we need a tight end and the draft is full of them, especially like the second, mm-hmm. third rounds. Mm-hmm. But how about the free agents, man? There's a, there's a couple of nice names out there. Maybe not the household names are Zach Ertz or CJ Azuma from the Bengals. Um, honestly, I, I don't know for maybe for fantasy players and East Coasters, Evan Ingram, right? He's a household name. I would put out there, Robert Tanyan Jr., uh, Mo Ali Cox. Those are big names that I think actually could help, you know, this team. There's also Hayden Hurst and Evan Ingram. Anybody mm-hmm. like that kind of like spark your interest? Like, so we, we, we have Yaboa, right? That's our only tight end. I'm pretty sure on our roster right now. And he's our, you know, fourth string ish. So maybe third, fourth string. So we're definitely going to draft a tight end. We're going to get to that in another episode when we do draft stuff. We're just doing free agency talk right now. Schultz is out the door. Any of these names uh, ring a bell for you? Or, you know, we, we put out a Twitter poll today on Nick's Chats, et cetera, you know, to ask what some people thought. Uh, Max Williams came up. You know what I mean? Any, any, anybody, um, Kind of uh, float in your your interest here, or you want I mean, to stay I, away from the free agent tight ends and just go rookies. I think I'm going to lean towards rookies, um, just because really? I'm not really, yeah, I'm not really too high. I guess if I was going to go towards free agency, like OJ Howard is going to be out there. Oh like yeah, he's, he's an interesting one. CJ Uzoma or Uzoma, uh, he's always injury prone, man. I can't really, I can't, I don't want to sign a guy who I just don't know if I'm going to have the entire season. Zach Ertz is a good tight end as well. I mean, my thing again is once again, me, my thing again with like, Zach Ertz he, is like injury. That's like the thing. Like Zach Ertz, like, is he going to play a full season? Like he did pretty well this year. He got, you know, 700, over 700 yards, uh, average 10 yards per reception for five TDs. But I feel if like you're looking for a one A one B situation, it's who cares if they get injured, right? We're not going to break the bank on any of these guys. The break the bank guy was Schultz. He's gone. He wanted twelve mil a year. Nobody's getting even close to that. I mean, if you could sign one of these guys, even if they do get hurt, and we're still definitely now drafting a rookie. You know, we just need someone to teach them. Like I, I, I think that Robert Tony Jr. probably going to go to back to Green Bay. You know. Because he had a nice little rapport with um, Rogers, that's just how I feel with these kind of things. Or maybe he ends up like an in indie because Jack Doyle's retiring. But I kind of want a guy like Mo Ali Cox, like someone who just like played in the league for a long time. Mo Ali Cox. I mean, that's exactly yeah. what he is. He's a big dude. He's a massive dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's a that's massive the kind of guy. I'm looking for. He's a to, he's know? a mountain of a man. That is <laughs> yeah. a mountain of a man. I will not. Mo Ali Cox is a mountain of a man. Okay. I like he's okay as a pass catcher. I know you're looking for more of a blocker. Like you're thinking more of a blocker because that's Both. what we really it's still need. Some, some, you know what I'm and especially if we're going to get a nice tight end, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't have to be this, you know, this, you know, superstar tight end. And he's used to being like the one, a one B right with Jack Doyle. 
it's not going to be, I don't think, too difficult for him to, like, you know, uh, match that persona. Yeah. I, it won't be. And it doesn't excite just, you. Not really, because I don't think he really has had a career where I'm like, yeah, Mo Alley Cox, you know? Yeah, no, 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 nobody here is going to freak you out, but I, 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 I just want someone like Hayden Hurst or Mo Alley Cox, like a blocker that could also catch, rather than an Evan Ingram, Zach Ertz, which is more like finesse. You know what I mean? OJ Howard, maybe, you know, a little too injury prone. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, when I look at Mo Alley Cox, right? Like, you look at his stats, like, he's never eclipsed even 400 yards of receiving yards. That's, for me, is concerning when you're looking from like a talent perspective, like what you're going to get you out, get out of the guy. Like, granted, he's caught over 50% of his passes out of the four season. Two of them were over 70%, but he had what? 39 targets, 45 targets were his max. Well, he's not going to get that. He always yeah, splits. That, he doesn't always start, but he gets everything done. Like that's that's the kind of guy that we need, man. I don't want I don't want Tyler Croft, dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm not asking for Tyler. I'm not asking for Tyler Croft, but like he's going to be He's a predominantly a blocking tight end. And if you're saying we just want to upgrade from Tyler Croft to Mo Ali Cox, that's cool. But I'm also. Chance. I mean, he's a big man. Any, for, any, look, look, I, I, hold on. I, listen, people probably don't know respecting any self-respecting franchise uh, fantasy player that. Messes around with Colts tight ends. Knows that Mo Alley, Mo Alley Cox steals catches and steals tight ends. That's a fact. I mean, uh, also because uh, Jack Doyle, you never know if he's going to be healthy either. Because, well, now we know yeah. he's not going to be healthy ever again anymore. Yeah, but for Mo Alley, and for Mo Alley Cox, for people who don't know, Mo Alley Cox is six five, two hundred sixty seven pounds. That is a mountain <laughs> of a man. Mountain man used to play basketball too uh, at VCU, but. Unlike Jimmy Graham or all those other guys who played basketball and go into the NFL, he's not that guy who's going to be that receiving uh, tight end. So if you're getting a receiving tight end out of the draft and you're going to pair with Mo Alley Cox, I'm cool with that. Um, but Mo Alley Cox, I think he's fine. If you're looking just to make a marginal upgrade over Tyler Croft, that's fine. But what oh, do you, you think about? One. Huh? You got to pick one. I got to pick one. I don't you got to pick, pick one, one right now. You got to pick. You got to pick your tight end. We have to sign one. You got to pick one. It could be anyone. Uh, anyone? I mean, it could be Seals Jones for all I care. <laughs> Jesse James doesn't matter. R- Ricky Seals. Ricky Seal Jones is not a bad. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Will Disley know. is out there. How do you think about Evan Ingram? Nah. No. Just no. Nah, nah. I need a real. I need a real tight end. I understand. I mean, if he if he's gonna come in here and try to be this like finesse guy, I just we need blockers on our offensive line, bro. <laughs> we have nothing to sac. We have no nothing to sacrifice here. I know. What do you feel about Jesse James? He's okay. I, he's a, he's a, Jesse I, I, I James. Feel nothing. Jesse James is fine. Jesse James is the is the guy him, that always he's him, always Max the guy. Williams that, and Hayden Hurst are all the same to me. Yeah, there are like guys that you're like, oh, I see the potential. They never really <laughs> but pan they block. They'll get two or three touchdowns. We'll call it a day, which is like yeah, almost exactly. double what the Jets have ever got a tight end. But if you're going to give me my one guy, I'm taking Moali Cox. Your one guy is Evan Ingram? No, not Evan Ingram. Who's uh, your one guy? T- Man. I'd probably go like 
someone very generic like Kyle Rudolph, safe, very oh. good, well Oh, oh, what a way to go. What a way to end the segment. Even go with the 33 year old Kyle Rudolph. Oh, get out of here. How All dare right. you ageist? That's ageist. Don't be ageist. <laughs> right Let's relax. Right. Okay. Let's relax <laughs> with Kyle. With the, look, he went, he was on the Giants. Giants are not a good team. He's been a serviceable tight end for the Minnesota Vikings while I was out there. He's not flashy. <laughs> not at all. I get that. But if you're looking for someone who's going to block, just savvy, can play a lot of games, that's that guy. Like, okay. you want Mo, I mean, you can go, I mean, you can go cheap for Mo Alley Cox. I mean, that's essentially what you're asking. You're asking for the same thing. It's just the names are just different. Just five years younger. So I'm, um, we're about to jump to wide receivers right now. I'm nervous. You're going to, you're going to start signing Deshaun Jackson. Absolutely not. Why not the same age, bro? Oh, relax. Uh, it's not even over age. It's just Deshaun Jackson's a one Austin pony. is younger than Kyle Rudolph. Uh, and I wouldn't even take David Austin. I'm just saying, if you want someone who's savvy, veteran, leadership, all that quality, not you. saying that Mo Alley Cox couldn't give that to you, but if I'm looking for a young tight end at Mo, Mo Alley Cox, I'm looking for a lot. Uh, I'm looking for some upside. You know what I mean? If I'm looking yeah. at a veteran like Kyle Rudolph, I'm saying, hey, let me uh, give you like a veteran minimum like for, for how long you've been in the league. You have some savviness around the league. If we're going to draft a tight end, I would like someone who's been here, done that, who can kind of groom that guy. Not saying to be that same talent, but just yeah. to give him an idea of like pointing out things like, hey, this is what you should be looking for. This is what you should be doing. That's how I'm looking at it. Not saying that Mo Alley Cox can't do it, but he's been in the league for four years. He's been a backup behind. <laughs> I got you. Uh, you know, it's just. I got you. I'll, I'll take. I'll, I'll take. I'll take Alec Hawks or I'll take Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst, another another guy from Baltimore, probably come through. But let's jump to wide receivers. We got one guy who's been on. What feels like Jets are uh, Jets fans are almost gone tired of Allen Robinson some way somehow. Why don't why? and this is what exactly. He's been all over Jets Twitter, the agent, everything. You got franchise thought, tag, bro. What do you want him to do? But I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm just saying like with like when, when you, when you saw it with uh, Deshaun Watson, it's like you have like all the Twitter stuff like, Oh my God, are we going to, it was like, it was a massive tease to end up nowhere. So I can understand why people are tired. That's all. Yeah, I'm but saying. it wasn't his fault. And it wasn't his fault. Um, he's not like he chose fault. another team. He got franchise tagged. He has no choice. And so. Here he is. He's finally a free agent. The franchise tag collective bargaining agreement kind of doesn't allow that, that you know, th- third uh, franchise tag would be an absurd amount of money. And so here he is. He's the number one tiered free agent. Devontae Adams getting tagged. I wouldn't mind signing Allen Robinson, man. I really wouldn't mind signing Allen Robinson, but he's going to cost a ton of money, probably in the, I would say, 16 to 20, 18 range. Maybe even to go up to twenty some years, uh, I would mm-hmm. assume. So that's going to be breaking the bank. I don't see Joe Douglas breaking the bank, but this could be the year that he does because he knows his job's on the line, uh, right? And he knows it's coming. So there's not many top tier players out here. Alan Robinson is one of them. Um, then it, it, it really drops off. I mean, I know you're going to want to sign Emmanuel Sanders because age is, age is nothing but a number to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here it comes. But, but in general, I, I really, after Allen Robinson, the only players that I could see the Jets kind of even taking a look at, maybe Christian Kirk, maybe Will Fuller, 
you know, on a cheap deal, even though he's injury prone. Rashard Higgins, you know, he he's pretty consistent out here. I can't really think of any DJ Chark. You know, he's a free agent, but I can't really think of anyone else out here um, as oh, of now that the Jets might really, you know, hone in on on the wide receiver market. There is rumors about Mari Cooper getting cut. If Mari Cooper gets cut, I can see the Jets obviously being all in over there. Uh, but as it stands, you know, those are uh, those would be my choices. If I had to choose one, of course, I'm taking Allen Robinson. If I'm if I'm trying to be frugal. I'm going to see if I could – like, I'm really, really trying to be frugal. I'm going to see how much I can get for Higgins. I'm mm. going to see how much I can get for Will Fuller. Uh, th- that's how I would roll. Uh, DJ Chark, you know what I'm saying? Just just in the, in this in this middle tier. Other than that, I'm, I'm chilling. Obviously, Berrios. Um, you know, we, we could talk we, you know, we could talk about that a little bit at, at the back end here, but I feel like that answer just depends on how much. All right, that, that, for especially for I uh, want Devonta at no, I'm just playing. Uh, he's not. Yeah, he's he's gone. He's already getting. He's got tagged. So I don't know. Um, Allen Robinson. I think Allison Allen Robinson is the. I feel like you're right on that because Joe Douglas does need to make a move. He needs to add weapons for Zach Wilson to feel comfortable and to help Wilson just look good, right? My thought process with that is that we have Corey Davis. We have um true. We have Corey Davis. We have um we have more. We're probably gonna bring back Barrios. Crowder is definitely I don't gone. Know. I don't know. He's asking for a lot of money. I don't know. It depends on the market, you know. Braxton uh, Barrios? Uh, I don't yeah. think he's gonna get it. I really don't think he's gonna I don't think I would love pay. him, but I, I don't think we're gonna go over six. I don't I don't see he wants any nine. Team. Honestly, I don't see any team going to pay that much money for a returner slash like fourth (laughs) fourth string uh slot wide receiver. This is all a negotiation standpoint. I don't. I think I just want him so bad. I really, I really hope that we get him. I really hope we retain him. I think, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna be around. Um, Higgins, I'm not really so. I'm not really high on Higgins. Like he's shown some flashes here and there. He's not gonna really do much. I think we look at having Corey Davis, Elijah Moore. You know, I know they said they like Keelan Cole and they'd like to have Keelan Cole back too. I think Crowder's gone. You got three guys right there. The question is, do you think Elijah Moore is going to be the one? Like the number one wide receiver. If not, then you're going to have to presume that he's your I think number they have two. To choose, Corey Davis is your three. Choose, I think they have to choose Cole or Berrios. I think they're going to choose Barrios over Cole because if you want a guy who's going to stretch the field, then why not just go all in on Allen Robinson and who can do more when he's healthy than just pay for Keelan Cole, who just stretches the field, has made okay like catches this season, um, and some spectac- spectacular. Won't throw. I won't throw shade towards that one hander that was wrongfully not called, wrongfully called back. But I think Barrios is there going to be their key guy because. Return man, SWAT, books-wise, it makes more sense. So I wouldn't be surprised if they went all in on Allen Robinson. I don't see them going for T.Y. Hill or Juju Smith-Schuster. Manuel Sanders. going to be on KC. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. I don't see Emmanuel Sanders, and not because of his age. Coming from a guy who's about to turn 30 tomorrow, this is hilarious. 
slandering thirty three year olds out here like you're like like you're some spring I, I chicken. This is ridiculous. I haven't, played, I, haven't, I haven't been getting into car accidents every single Sunday for oh, <laughs> brother. I like Emmanuel I'm, Sanders. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders I don't has think, lost a step. What are you talking about? What am I even arguing right now? You're, you're, well, you, came Emmanuel Sanders? you came out here. You came out here attacking me because you thought you I have was going to like him because of his age. You have the 2011 All Stars. <laughs> I don't, oh I don't my know. God, you're the guy that go. drafts AJ Green in fantasy. Like, yo, I got this, bro. No, I, I picked him this. off. Of, I picked him off a of waiver. <laughs> that is what I did. Okay. <laughs> I picked him off of waivers because he had a couple of good games. I was like, okay, well, why not check this out? And I had some injuries, man, because guess what? COVID and injuries decided <laughs> to just plague this fantasy last season. And right around week 14, I was like, oh, you can't trade anymore. Here you go. Boom. Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson, this is his year. No, not doing that. <laughs> but Emmanuel Sanders, like, I do like him as a player, but. Like, no, because one, if I was going to be the nice guy and not attacking for his age, height-wise, <laughs> uh, skill-wise, he's just on the downhill trajectory. So, no. But, you know, someone like A.J. Green, if you want to talk about a backup and upgrade over Keelan Cole, I'd be intrigued in that. Like, get trying to get like a, a deal and see what happens. No. Come on, man. He had a couple games out in Arizona that were no, like, no. hey. To, if he plays, he's going to go to a real contender. So, my my only problem with – Signing Berrios and Allen Robinson is if you do that, then a big percentage of your salary cap, like you have Corey Davis, you know, at, at least for one more year, you're going to have a huge contract, Allen Robinson. You're going to have Berrios and you're going to draft a wide receiver because it's a really, uh, really, really valuable wide receiver draft this, this year. I mean, there's a lot of good guys out there. Uh, that that's a lot of capital in the wide receiver. Maybe, maybe you know what I'm saying. Maybe that's how you, you, you know, give weapons. You know, and you draft tight ends and you sign a tight end. Like that's a lot. And, you, and I, I just don't know if if we're gonna do all that. It sounds like if we get burials, we're gonna get like another secondary wide receiver and call it a day. Do you I just go, don't see us like spending a lot on a slot and spending a lot on a number one. You know what I mean? And spending a lot on a number two, like Corey Davis. You know what I'm trying to say? That's that's. No, nah, I totally. No, nah, I totally hear percentage. you. That's what. So I'm about to ask you this. Then, how do you feel about Odo Beckham Jr.? I think he's gonna stay with the Rams. Okay. Yeah, okay. They, I mean, these people are gonna run it back. You know what I mean? They're going to try to. Yeah, they're going to try to run it back. Yeah. It makes and it yeah, makes yeah. sense for them to do somebody so. like Will Fuller. I could see the but Jets you know being what? like, yo, here's a one year, you know, prove it, four million incentive to be up to twelve or something. Here's the say. one that no. John's really going for, guys. He hasn't said it yet because he really likes this guy, and he was getting on me for just saying. I like Emmanuel Sanders, but here's the guy that John really wants. The guy, the myth, the legend, Sammy Watkins, baby. Sammy Watkins. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Clemson. Good old days. Oh, I my God. Sammy when he Watkins. came out of Clemson, he was fire, man. Buffalo. No, I love Sammy Isn't Watkins. I don't, care. I don't care. I don't care if he goes to every single team I hate. I love Sammy Watkins. <laughs> Sammy Watkins is that guy. But you know, it's, it's funny how they had – how Buffalo had actually like a stacked freaking wide receiver core. He had Robert Woods and Sammy Watkins. Now they, oh my God, couldn't do anything with that. That's sad. I love that. Anyway, team. if I had to choose, if I had to choose a wide receiver, I'm probably going with you on Will Fuller for uh, a stretch guy, even though I don't like Will Fuller. One year, because, one year for free. Yeah. Even one year for free is still not good for me because he's so <laughs> injury prone, but. Kirky, bro. We didn't talk about Kirky. I think Kirk is pretty nice. I feel like here's the thing: you have to look for people who Lafleur would like. You know what I mean? 
That's why I could kind of be intrigued by Evan Ingram because I could just kind of see him running down the field like George Kittle, but he doesn't do anything else like George Kittle. You know what I mean? He doesn't block like him. You know, so like that's why you know you can't really fall in love with pieces of the game. But that 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 that's those are the kind of things I try to you think say, about. So, so you said Kirky, yeah, like Christian Kirk, Kirk? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I was going to actually ask you about that one too. Christian Kirk makes a lot of sense. Oh, all right, cool. So. I mean, I think we're both good on Allen Robinson. Uh, we're both definitely okay with taking a fly on Will Fuller. Uh, or ha- definitely or both Christian okay Kirk. with Christian Kirk. I could see these play. I could see all these players, you know, being Jets. The only one that feels like a stretch is Allen Robinson. I'm going to tell you, if we do get Allen Robinson, I feel like Barrios is out the door. Makes sense because you have to pay yeah. Allen Robinson. But uh, I, I, I would I be, I, I would be, I would be honestly like, I, I, I would understand it. I wouldn't be too thrilled about Allen Robinson. I'd be probably thrilled on paper because of what he can be on paper, but probably wouldn't be too thrilled because just a lot of money in wide receivers. I just, I'm just so against exactly. paying wide receivers a lot of money, man. There's just, it's exactly. just, it just, it's just bad. It's just bad, 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 bad business. So speaking of good business and where I see the Jets really putting a stamp on this free agency market and really no, not safeties, not safeties, helping the quarterback check premium position. I don't care what anyone says check (laughs) coming from a Jets fan and a guy with history and, Hmm. and history between this player and uh, the GM this player has a Super Bowl ring within the last couple of years. And we know that our GM is willing to spend money on veterans in this position. The man's name is Ryan Jensen, the center for Tampa Bay. Wow. They are blowing up their team. Ryan Jensen was drafted by Baltimore Ravens. Joe Douglas was there at the time. Drafted mm-hmm. high. I think like the sixth pick. Um, obviously Tampa's blowing up their team. They're, they're about to give Godwin a huge deal. Uh, um, oh my goodness. I can't believe I forgot his name. The guard, uh, just retired. Uh, mm. I can't, I can't believe it's slipping my mind right now. The guard from Tampa, uh, ring. I'm sorry. I forgot his name. <laughs> uh, oh my God. I can't believe it slipped my mind right now. Anyway, so. Ryan Jensen, I think that if we are able to give him that 10, 11 million that we're going to save if we cut Connor McGovern, mm-hmm. which again, Connor McGovern, we paid to be that the, the veteran center. We paid Ryan Kalil, your favorite signing to be, to be, uh, you know, the center for the Jets. We know that Joe Douglas cares about that and he doesn't really care for rookies at that position. Um, this would be huge, man, to save that $9 million for McGovern, just give it straight up to Ryan Jensen, call that a wash, get a Super Bowl champion in there, really solidify the center spot, and then we can draft that, you know, right guard, IK, uh, from North Carolina State, right, you know, at that four spot. Everything changes because, of course, there's the right guard in Scherf, but he might get, you know, double franchise tagged, and we're not going to, you know, overpay for a right guard, I don't think, so... The only guy I really, like, I really, 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 truly care about in the free agency right now, man, especially on the offensive side of the ball, is Ryan Jensen. Okay. How do you feel about Ben Jones from the Tennessee Titans? Because he's a starter. 
You're talking about a starter in this league. He's been a starter for about 10 years, man. We're talking about a 10-year vet. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that they didn't franchise tag uh, Harold Landry, their outside linebacker. So mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with their money situation. Maybe they're trying to save up to sign Bed Jones. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind him, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest with you, but I, I can kind of see a team like Denver going out and grabbing like a Ben Jones. Right, mm. because uh, Cushionberry stinks, and uh, now they have Russell Wilson, so they're going to change it up. So, you know, there's the, he's okay. Why are the Broncos really and not the Ryan Jets? Jensen. What do you mean? Like, why? Why can you see the Broncos doing it more so? Well, because the Broncos it. don't have that much money, okay. so they can't get like a Ryan Jensen. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He's he. That's like the premium guy. You know what I'm saying? That like, yeah, I, he's yeah, yeah like, for sure. That, so I, I, I really, I could see the Jets like. Not even picking up the phone for Al Robinson if they have, but the thing is, like, it doesn't even affect it. You know what I mean? Because you literally just are transferring McGovern's money to Ryan Jensen. So it's, I, I, I could really see a, a, a nice pickup here. A uh, really nice, like, trade with the market uh, for Joe Douglas. Hmm. And it would really, I mean, Becton looks fantastic, regardless of what people are saying, uh, to be our left tackle. If George Font just goes back to right, uh, AVT at left, you got Jensen at center. All of a sudden, you draft one right guard and you're done. Holy crap. The Jets have an offensive line, the real one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We didn't even do anything. We just, you know, so, yeah. um, you know, it was long, it's been a long time coming. So, Ryan Jensen feels like that last puzzle piece for me, the most important piece, in my opinion, for free agency. But you pointed to the safety. So, you want to get into that? Sure. Let's get into the safeties. I do want to say that, uh, well, I do want to ask you one more. What about Matt uh, Paradis? Like, how do you feel about him? I'm over Matt Paradis, bro. That was last free agency. We were all over him, and then he sucked. Okay. (laughs) That's it. That's it. If you're a Jets fan, you remember we were all over Matt Paradis. We wanted him so bad uh, a couple years ago, and then he started playing, and he sucked. So I'm I'm done with Matt Paradis. Oh, man. Okay. Answers answers that question. I know people are going to be asking. I just had to get that out of there. For the safeties, man, it's – it's interesting because we need two safeties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not just one. It's not just, oh, do we need a free safety? Do we need a strong safety? No, we need both safeties. Because yeah. honestly, I'm sold. Do you think Ashton Davis is going to be good next season? Because I'm not I'm not. No, I already think he's going to be on the team. Wow, really? Yeah, I don't think he's going to be on the team. You don't think he's going to be on the team at all? No. Wow. Joe Douglas' draft pick gets... It's thrown out. You don't think he's going to give him another teams. chance? No, no, I don't think he's starting. No way. Not starting, we but safeties. We need two safeties, bro. You're right. Uh, we need two I, safeties. I know. Uh, I know. We need two safeties. We watch this. So, like, you got the Honey Badger who's out there, right? You got Devin McCourty who's out there. You got Marcus Williams. You got – I mean, we have Marcus, baby. We know that's not going to happen. So, those three, we got <laughs> – the top. We, we got – I'm talking about the top three safeties in this in this league. We got Marcus May, Devin McCourty, uh, Tyron, Tyron Matthew – the Honey Badger, who do you see more likely coming to the Jets? Do you think the Jets are going to go out and spend that type of money for a free safety to begin with? Because I don't think so. I don't think they're going to spend money for any of these top three guys whatsoever. And these are the top three guys at free safety in this position. What are you thinking? Yeah, I think the na- I think you nailed it on the head. I think the name still got for somebody more like Jordan Whitehead uh, from Tampa. Uh, somebody like... Maybe Malik Hooker from Dallas. Like those are the kinds of safeties uh, because we need so many. 
But, you know, if because Mar- Mar- Marcus Williams is going to make, he's going to break the bank, dude. So I, I and I feel like uh, the Honey Badger might too. So I don't know if we could see um, the Jets going that route. I do think uh, Lamarcus Joyner will be back. Yes. Um, he had, you know, he had a tough year with us, but you know, hopefully he's healthy. Um, Justin Reed is a big is a big name out there that I feel like the Jets might like a lot from Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are like the middle tier guys. Again, I don't see us spending too much, but. Here's the thing. We have to spend some percentage of our salary cap and yes. or our draft for safety. So if you're not going to pay a lot of money for a safety, which I really feel like we might do, we might have to solidify somebody. Like, Quandary Diggs is coming off an injury that scares me, but like, we're going to have to sign some, one of these guys. Like, What about Xavier Woods? Xavier Woods is all right. I don't know if he would necessarily fit in the system, but that would be fun. I mean, we're just, we're, we are, we, we are definitely going to sign some of these guys, but like if we don't and you don't want to sign Kyle Hamilton because you still have syndrome 33, like now what? Like now, now we're not going to buy a free agent because we don't want to spend on a safety. And now we're not going to draft a safety because like it doesn't work like that. Like we need to have safeties. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? That's what you think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is where, where, where we start starting to go down the uh, safety, like free agency list. It makes Kyle Hamilton more palatable because you're like, ooh, ah, <laughs> uh, you know, maybe I do want a top <laughs> safety because when I'm starting to look at this market, do I really want to pay these guys? Yeah. Like outside of what Marcus, give me Joyner, Justin who, Reed, bro. Outside of what Marcus Joyner, who'd be cool to have back. I mean, you go look at Terrell Edmonds. Uh, as an option, you go look at Jabril Peppers as another no. option, but I, I'm just no. saying, like, these are guys give me that Jordan are out Whitehead. There. No, give me Jordan Whitehead. Don't even look at Jabril Peppers. What are you talking about? Don't even look at him. He stinks. No. Wow. I'm pissed that Jesse Bates got tagged, but of course he got tagged. Dude, give me Reed. If we're going to go barrel, you know, bargain hunting and safeties, give me Reed or Whitehead and, and, and Joyner and then. God, please call Hamilton, but we'll, we'll see. I said, please call ha- Hamilton. Something for me, I don't know why. I feel like Xavier Woods would be like a good a good option too. I don't know. I'm leaning okay. towards Xavier Woods. That's my That's guy. fair. That's fair. So if Jensen is going to be my wash, you know what I'm saying? I want to spend a lot for him, but that's going to be a wash because of McGovern, mm-hmm. right? And we're going, you know, bargain hunting everywhere. Like we still haven't spent any money. Right, I mean, you're not getting Allen Robinson. Then you're not spending any real money. You know, we're fourth in the league in salary cap. We're fourth or fifth in the league in salary cap. So, if we're not spending at safety, we're gonna go, back, you know, bargain hunting again at safety. If we're gonna go bargain hunting at tight end, like we're gonna have to spend at some point. Like we have all this money. So then, this is where, it kind of, like, to me, if like we're gonna spend on anybody, one, it makes sense for the center or Allen Robinson. But I'm saying that's a wash. I'm saying I'm I'm just I'm so you know like that that'd be a wash because McGovern would be cut. So it could be Allen Robinson. I agree. That could be the one guy that we really spend on. Or or Alex, hear me out. It could be JC Jackson. Is JC Jackson that guy? I I I honestly don't know the answer. Is JC Jackson that guy? Because if him and Bryce Hall could be a real tandem. I mean, 
I'm Jason just I'm, Jackson. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you one thing. I'm gonna tell you one thing, man. I'm I'm talking a lot of smack about syndrome thirty three. I have Tremaine Johnson syndrome. I am nervous. I am That's nervous. Another, two positions that I, I, I look. Two positions that I hate. Massive free agency signings. Cornerbacks, wide receivers. They're just the same thing to me, just on different sides of the ball. Um, I am very weary about signing a cornerback because I feel like, once again, we're talking about a position where these guys, it's so much its skill at these positions, wide receiver or cornerback. It's really determined based on your hips, speed, all of these things. And at, depending on like when you sign them, it can go downhill real quick. The thing with JC Jackson that I'm willing to take the risk on is that he's 26 and dude balled out, like so, legitimately so balled out. He's a, he, he's another situation. He's, I agree with you, right? And I am weary of wide receivers, right? Because the question is, why is he available, right? That's always a question, especially but here's with like, I, but, but it's situational. Let's look at the like team. JC, Jack, JC Jackson, the only reason that he's available is because the Patriots are dummies and they have Nelson Aguilar for 14 million and they have. Almost thirty million in tight ends. You know that Johnu Smith is the highest paid tight end. It's crazy. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like you get, you got to the right point of like, you got to the right point of like saying that uh, the Patriots, right? Because the Patriots, when I look at them, they're not big spenders. Like this past off season, where they got, where they signed Jonah Smith, uh, Hunter Henry, all those guys. That was this past offseason was an anomaly. They're not spending on positions like this. Even when even when they got Darrell Revis, it wasn't a massive overspend to get Darrell Revis. It was, you know, what they found to be palatable for them, like a, a good spending wise. And I feel like JC Jackson for how he's balled out this past season, like he had twenty three pass deflections, man. Like that's Give insane. He had eight, he had eight interceptions. He had eight interceptions. Like all of it. Yeah. I would all take him. Alex. He's 26. Give him all the money. Pro Bowler. Like, legit. Good. And I think 25. I don't care. And, and the thing I'd the go money. back, and the thing I'd go back to to say, hey, like, what? Well, Patriots traded Jamie Collins, man. Like, they, Hightower, another guy. They let go. Like, they're, they're comfortable letting their guys well, go. Hightower, well, Hightower, you know, fell off a little bit, but yeah, I would take Kyle Van Noy. Kyle Van Noy, they let go. That one is way more surprising to me. Dante Hightower, went, before he got his last deal, when it was really between the Jets and the, and the Pats, I was all over him. But he fell off, got some injuries. I kind of understand that. I, I do expect uh, Gerard Davis to get back. I know he kind of transitioned to linebackers here a little bit. I, I, I kind of like Van Noy. You know, what I'm saying? you know what I'm saying? If we can get him on the cheap, that would be nice. But there's nobody really else uh, there. I I know there's some interest in Hunter, but uh, as a defensive end, but again, that's just trade stuff. We can't really, uh, I don't know, we can't really guess on that too much, especially in the NFL. The only, the guy the guy that really intrigues me, I mean, because I don't really know what's going on with uh, the Chicago Bears. The guy that really intrigues me is Akeem Hicks. Like, obviously, we're not getting Nathan Shepard back. Um, just an absolute like plug. On that line, uh, I, I don't know if he technically fits on this on this uh, Jets defensive line. He's just a guy that I love to watch play. Um, Derek Barnett is also a free agent. You know, just a you know straight up pass rusher. Just guys that you know caught my attention a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
that's pretty much it for for like players, in my opinion, to keep your eye on for free agency. There's some trade, you know, some trades again to keep your eye on, like Hunter. Um, I mean, can DK Metcalf be moved? Like, I don't know. Is that is that a possibility? Is Mark Cooper going to be cut? Like the Jets are definitely going to be intrigued there. There's definitely going to be some surprising cuts, you know, along the way. Uh, beware of situation. Think to yourself why they got cut. It usually answers a lot of questions. Um, and then the second question is fit, right? Like, don't start screaming, oh, uh, Anthony Barr. Like, the Jets are not getting Anthony Barr. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? So that it's irrelevant if he fits, even though he doesn't. You know, Chandler Jones, another guy, free agent, doesn't fit. So, you know, just some things to keep your eye out. KJ Wright, again, is a free agent. I was screaming about him. I doubt he's going to come. Von Miller, free agent. He'll probably run it back with the Rams. So definitely looking forward to the Jets getting a pass rusher in the draft. Um, don't really see anyone of free agency specifically. But that's about it for uh, my free agency stuff for the Jets. you have anything to add? I think I think we covered it, man. I'm like It'll just be interesting to see how Joe Douglas approaches this free agency because – because um this is going to be the this is going to be the off season where he has to make a push for the team to actually improve right you can't have another losing season especially like we've seen in the last 2 years so whatever whatever he does this off season is kind of going to be a all, quasi all in effort i'll say not fully but it's going to be somewhere in between where he has to help Zach Wilson and his head coach and everyone just to succeed this offseason. So whatever means necessary, and that's really that could either be revamping and getting a center during this free agency. It could be adding a wide receiver during this free agency. But he needs to do something in order for him and over this team. He needs to do something in order for this team to actually take that next step forward because he can't have another losing season. Uh, it, it can't work out this that way. Even though it's the second this year, don't worry. Playoffs, baby. Hey, I'm not gonna go that far, but I'm not there. Not that third walk on spot, baby. Let's go. Not f- not that full optimism yet, but Patriots suck. Dolphins suck. This is why. This is why it's great to have uh, to, to have John as a co-host because the man's optimism only through the roof. No, somebody tweeted Nick's, out. Nick's, oh my, yo. Nick's, Nick's are going to be making playoffs. They're going to be winning. Uh, no, going they're going to the make the play round. in. They're going to make the play. Right, in. They're going to make. The, they're going to make the playoffs. Like I said, as John. Yo, shout out to your boy Keith Smith, who who um, writes for the NBA, writes about the Celtics. Yeah. Tried to say he wrote today that dot 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 Max still better. Max still better than who? Talking about I'm optimistic and delusional. Who uh, who's better? The Mac Jones and the Patriots and their Get GM over there. The, the GM of the Patriots stinks. I don't care what his name is. Okay, the GM for the Patriots stinks. He cannot draft. He specifically can't get draft wide receivers. You know who that GM is. He specifically sucks in the free agency. I don't know what to say to you guys. Miami stinks. They're they're trying to buy losses over there. That's a fact. The Bills are good. Just on the come up. Let's go. I appreciate the honesty. The Bills are good. Yeah. The Bills, Bills are a good, good team. Bills Thank are you. good. I'll be there. I'll be there. Jets at Bills. Wow, See you there. really like to torture yourself all the time. In Buffalo or at, at MetLife? In Buffalo. In Buffalo. In Buffalo. This man's going to Green Bay, Buffalo, Denver. You name it, he's there. I think I think those are the three this year. All right. Sweet. I think those are the Definitely three road games. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Hopefully I can go on one of those games. 
Ideally, uh, the Broncos. I will. You will not catch me out in uh, shivering Green Bay unless it's nice. Dude, hopefully, uh, it's I'm nice hoping. out. Jeez, come on. Yeah, I, September or October. Man, the NFL and their scheduling always like messes it up. Man, they always they're screwy. Man, <laughs> they're just screwing with their with their scheduling. You know, right, how regardless, it is. I'll be there. All right, all right. That's. I think that's a good place to end it. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Next Jets, etc. podcast. You know what to do. Please make sure to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done so already. We're on all audio listening platforms, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it, we are there. If you also listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us a five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a comment. That helps us out oh so greatly. We're also on YouTube now, so make sure to type in Nick's Jets, etc. Just how it's written on that album cover if you listen to this podcast on any audio platform and please make sure to subscribe hit that notification bell that way you know when a new episode drops and hit the like button that because guess what it just helps us out it's, it's a kind thing to do also leave a comment if you watch us on youtube we will respond we'll like we'll, re- we'll do all that stuff we will respond to you we'll engage so please do so and while you're there we got winning picks weekly john video producer greg they're gonna give you some nba takes for this week Okay, and they're going to give you some good futures, too, because the lines are changing. John's John is scoping this out. Don't worry, guys. He's got the periscope Dude, I up. murdered on that Knicks second half versus Kings. Oh, my goodness. Plus 540 at halftime. It was plus 12 and a half. I murdered yesterday. I murdered yesterday. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. And this is why you got to listen to John. Don't worry. He's got the periscopes up. He's searching the he's searching the he's searching <laughs> without in front of him. He's got it all all on his radar. So make sure to tune in and then. Last, but certainly not least. This week, let's go. Liverpool. We're talking Salah. soccer now. Hell yeah! Which Salah? Robert Salah? No, uh, all the Salahs, baby. All the Salahs. All the Salahs. And last, but certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You name it, we are there. We're there. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Niche, etc. Podcast. We out. Let's go, Jets, baby. Let's go next play in, son. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>